<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Welcome to the Everything Culture Podcast. It's your host, G-Jack, along with my co-host, Mr. D713. Today, we have a special guest, Mr. D713. You want to introduce her? Absolutely. We have Autumn the Aries with the Lit Light Podcast. Shout out to Autumn. Can we give her a hand real quick? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate you having here. Linked up through the good old great app called Twitter. But it's one of those things. Yeah, I don't know when I started following you, but like you've been dropping some good content. And listen to a little bit one of your episodes earlier today, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got hooked on it. You can oh, you, you can catch my attention like that. I'm like, we can work with it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I'm glad that um I caught your attention one way or another. Uh, I know if you follow me on Twitter, you probably be seeing. Look, at one moment it could be one thing, and another moment it could be something totally different. So I appreciate you uh, hanging on, following me on Twitter, because I know I could be on some BS sometimes. It's a spectrum. It's a <laughs> I think, spectrum. I think I need to get a Twitter, like a personal yeah, Twitter, yeah, before Donald know? Trump. Hey. Before hey. Trump deleted, man. He he said he's trying to get rid of it. We don't no, need no social do, media. They go delete his ass. That's the thing that's, about and it. that's the that's the exact reason why Twitter ain't going no damn where. He can get. <laughs> Yes, you need to get a Twitter. We get yeah. you a Twitter after this show. Thank you. I, I will make it for him. I will make it for him. <laughs> yes, go ahead and, and then and we'll make sure. Look, I will pledge to make sure that you get, you know, some followers. Yes, okay. not off. <laughs> Can you He's get everything culture some followers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, so when y'all stuff on my feed, if I, if I see it, I retweet it. That's period. Yeah. I, I'm always trying to, you know. Put people out, put people on. So, all support, all love. That's what but I like. Again, thank you for letting me be here. I'm excited. Okay, how's your day going? Um, it's going good. I mean, it's not too late in the day yet. Um, I'm I'm trying to get on like this. I'm trying to get back on some sort of a schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually just joined this uh, 21 day meditation uh um group or class kind of like thing with a friend of mine and uh it's today is day one and uh it I'm I'm, I mean it's cool I mean we had to do something yesterday but so it's kind of like two days but it's I'm looking forward to just trying to get myself like on some sort of schedule again so Okay. okay so yeah my day's going going good so far 
So the Lit Life Podcast, what is it about? So the Lit Life Podcast, I I always kind of stumble over trying to exp- explain what it's about, and I have to do better with that. But I think have you did did you guys have you guys ever seen Seinfeld? Did you guys used to watch Seinfeld? Yeah, I fall asleep with Seinfeld. Seinfeld is that thing with the do 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 do. I'm thinking so, of Frasier. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. The spin-off. I think that was kind of like a spin-off. Oh, no, that anyway. was a spin-off for Cheers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Frasier right. was a spin-off for Cheers, yeah. So well, I, I brought that up because Seinfeld, although it had years of longevity, I, I used to watch it. But until like towards the end of it, I didn't realize I never realized exactly what it was about. And so I'm watching like a show and they, they're saying, yeah, you know, Seinfeld is um, coming to the end of, you know, all these seasons or whatever. And it's the show about nothing. And it was just like the show about nothing. So I started like rewatching episodes and it's, there's no real like track. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's no real, I mean, the characters are consistent but something different happens on this show every single show mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's yeah. comedy it's you like know the saying? simpsons like it's not really it, it starts off one place but it ends somewhere totally different yeah it's there's no <laughs> real storyline yeah. so now and to back up when i first named the show it was i mean it still is it's the lit life podcast and and the like the model of the show is living your life autonomously which could mean a bunch of different well not mean a bunch of different things but could go in a bunch of different ways so i kind of it all kind of goes together you know what i'm saying it's like it's this show about a whole bunch of different things not one, not necessarily one thing but if it is just one thing it's about being able to live your life and the way that you see fit and, mm. and without any type of social constraints and without worrying about everything else that everybody else has to say so mm. I, I hope that i explained it a little bob you really want me to explain it it's a tad bit ratchet Okay. What exactly is ratchet? These I mean, days? it's just to me, ratchet is like because I don't really always like to say ghetto, kinda, but it's just kind of like I don't know. It's like In your face, yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of uh, um, laughing. It's a lot of pouring um uh, pouring myself in into the audience it's a lot of shenanigans um it's a lot of uh, it, it can be news sometimes i don't really like to stay on pop culture a lot of times i like to make shows so that when you listen to them if i if i recorded it today 10 years from now i want you to be able to listen to it and not feel lost in you know lost in time i guess you could say so yeah i mean it's just it's just me, like it, it's really, it's really an overall look into my book and how I like to live my life and how I would love to see us living um, our our best lives, like before mm-hmm. the song came out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Living my best life, right? But it this was like I've been of. on this, <laughs> I've been on this 
for so long. Like you have to stop living for everybody else. You have yeah. to live for yourself. First. Do what makes you happy. Absolutely. And mm. it's not, and it's going to come at a cost, but yeah. you, mm. you know, you, you either want to pay that price or you want to be happy, which, which one you're going to choose. And everybody's not going to see your vision. I think the older you get, you realize that, that everybody isn't really mm-hmm. alike. Like, you know, you used to hear like uh, comedians and stuff and especially black comedians, they kind of group all black people together. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you know, one black person start running, we all going to start running. True, 90% of us are going to start running, but some Absolutely. of us may sit there and ask questions, you know? See, but, <laughs> and that kind of goes what we do on our show, you know, is learning different cultures and why we do what we do. Um, from the black diaspora, diaspora, from the Latin X to you know, if you're white, you know, what, how were you brought up? Why do you do right, shit? You right. do, why when black people run, all other black people usually run? You know, why I'm do, getting the hell on y'all? It, y'all start running right now from y'all from where y'all sitting at. <laughs> my ass is gone too. So. <laughs> And we're in three different time zones. I'm just finding out. We have from <laughs> Eastern, Central to Pacific. So we're all just making it happen. And I love it. But it's just something that I look, especially with Twitter. And I used to be so fascinated when somebody would tweet or I would tweet something from other accounts. And thousands of people like, my mom used to do the same thing. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, the whole aspect, you know, your mama come in. Um, bring me my remote control, you know, and the remote right there. And I'm like, why the hell you couldn't get it? That same feeling happens across so many different households. And we didn't, we never knew each other. We're not related, mm-hmm. but we are related one way or another. It's a mm-hmm. culture behind that. Yeah, so, that's what's up. But yeah, I, I love it. So I was like, listen, we talked about TV shows and that got me thinking right there. So I did a little, I shared a post of top tier TV shows in the African-American community, I would say. Sitcoms, African-American sitcoms. So let's go to the side, what sitcoms or shows such as Seinfeld that is what is known as pop culture is very popular, of course, but what is something that you would feel like in your culture within black people since we're all black right here? That's something that your friends didn't watch, but you watch. That's that's a black show. No, it's a it's it don't have to be a black show, but you know, like your friends don't watch it, but you watch it. Like right now, right now, growing up, something that you like, man, mm. I would probably get talked about, or people look at me crazy if I if I watch this. Me, me, and my wife just finished all twenty seasons of Cheers. We went back and watched the whole thing on Netflix. I didn't really watch it when I was a kid. But I started watching it now as an adult. That show was freaking hilarious. Man. It was. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, every time I tell people that, but black people are like, "What the fuck? You watch some Cheers?" <laughs> I don't know. I, che- I, I used good, to watch though. Cheers with my mom. Uh, Me too. I used to watch Cheers coming up too, so I understood. But I agree, people would look at Cheers being one of those "What the fuck you watching?" show. But it's a good show though. Yeah, I you sad uh, at the end. I, I like The Office too, but I find a lot of people like The Office though. And, oh, I, yeah. and I was going to bring that up. Like, I almost had, I almost put on my Dunder Mifflin shirt today. Like, <laughs> right. I am 100% a Dundee. <laughs> I have a Dunder Mifflin mug. And anybody that has not watched The Office, I'm like, you have to watch The Office. Like, you have to give it a chance. Just give yeah, it, it when you get to, and I just restarted it over last night yeah. because <laughs> I can't watch it all the way through. Like, 
the last season because I, I just can't do it. So I started it over last night. And listen, if you have not watched The Office, at least watch the first two episodes. Thank episode you. Season two, <laughs> culture diversity. <laughs> like. Episode two is Diversity Day. You have to get yep. through Diversity Day. <laughs> yep. And if yep. you cannot appreciate the office after Diversity Day, then you probably need to just log out of any type of social media because you are very unhappy right now. Like, you need to just go away because this is comedy. This is so... <laughs> it is so bad. It's so yeah. freaking bad. It is, like, so politically incorrect. But what you, you want, have cookie? to be able to appreciate it. It's hilarious. And I'm telling you, I'm glad. I'm so happy you said that. Thank you, Otto. That 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 warms my heart right there. That let us know we got something right here because that's one of my favorite episodes. Because cult, everything culture, that it goes hand in hand with that episode, even though it's extremely inappropriate. Oh, inappropriate. From someone that's in HR, I'm like, oh my, I'm, oh my gosh. And even if someone put up like a little meme of the month you're born in, you got to sit next to this person in mm-hmm. the office. And mine was, um, oh my gosh, the HR, everybody, um, Michael, Toby, Toby, Toby. Yeah, so- I would be sitting with, I would be sitting next to Toby and I'm like, I can sit next to Toby. We can be cool. Both <laughs> I also have to sit next to him. Yeah. Toby gonna be cool. I'm gonna be checking on Toby. You good, Toby. But I also be like, Toby, don't let that nigga talk to you that way. Yes. I used to say, Toby need to beat his motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, a show, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I watched everything that, you know, all my friends watched. And, like, now, again, I I watch, like, the same stuff over and over. So, I, I watch The Office. I watch... Um, Okay, here's one. Okay, you know the the Law and Order series, mm-hmm. the one that yes, I man. liked that I wish was streaming somewhere on one of these streaming platforms is Law and Order Criminal Intent. But a lot mm-hmm. of people that I know didn't like it, like they were so they didn't watch it. I Criminal Intent was my favorite Law and Order. Mm-hmm. I never saw seen any of the Law and Orders. Man, Let me check it out. it's good. It's oh good. My God, oh that when listen, that's that's um, that's gonna be like. It's it'll take you like years yeah. to catch up on you all of them. It's <laughs> there's so many, but they're all like every every offset except for one. I can't remember what that one was that I really didn't like. Whatever the last newest one they had came out with, mm-hmm. it wasn't great. But um, the regular Law and Order, Law and Order, um, SVU, SVU, which is the one that mostly everybody watches. This one, Ice T, right? Yeah, Ice T. Yeah, and um, um, Criminal Intent, and then like I said, there was another one, Trial by Jury or something like that. I, don't know. I hate juries, but we'll talk about that later. I know another show that I don't think a lot of people watch. Me and Brandon's wife watched it though. Uh, oh, the Ranch on Netflix. Did you ever watch that? The Ranch. The Ranch. With the ranch. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. No, is it good. funny? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's about these rednecks in Denver. <laughs> and they own this ranch and they keep going to all these different obstacles and stuff on trying to keep the ranch and different little country scenarios. But it, it's funny to me. It's, to, but it's serious though at the same time. That shit ain't funny. Um, <laughs> it's but, funny. I ain't gonna knock the show. I don't cut. If you check it out, you let us know how you like it or you share it because I support it because it's a different perspective and shit. And some people mm. will find it funny. Some people will find, like, okay, the, man, nah. 
<laughs> no, I, I just can't get into it. But I'm telling you, she be glued to the television watching that shit. I come down, she's like, and it's like, hey, if she like it, what would it go? The last season say? was whack, though. It was just repetitive, but the first two were pretty good. Because they went through that Me Too situation. So. Yeah, one of the castmates got kicked off because he got Me Too, and it just made the show weird after that. It's like a lot of folks on um, two of the, what's um, that 70s show? Like Ashton Kutcher and. See, I couldn't get into that 70s show. You didn't watch that 70s show? I watched oh, it. I tried to watch it. I couldn't get into it. No, that was a good show. That was a really good show. That 70s show. Um, Malcolm, show that in the middle. I, Malcolm in the Middle was really good. I love Malcolm in the Middle. I got to go revisit that. I, I don't think I really understood it. I didn't really watch it. Like Man, that. especially yeah, you got three boys right now. You really need to watch Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> like, yeah. That would probably be a good watch for you. But mm-hmm. I used to love mm-hmm. Mary Tyler Moore show, show growing up. Um, Wonder Man, Years. I, Did you watch the Wonder Years? I watched the Wonder Years a little bit, man. I did. Yeah, but not much. That wasn't my thing. I, I love that show. The Brady Bunch. I didn't like I watched, the Brady Bunch. Either. I watched the Brady Bunch. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you each one of their names right now, but I I used to watch it. Yeah. And it, it I of, think it came on right around the time like Facts of Life. Like yeah, they mm, followed yeah, each other or something. Life. So I, I watched Facts of Life. So. Man, and just like we all and three's 80s, company. Are we all eighties babies? Not throwing anybody out. Just just it seemed like we grew up in a different era. So shows I, I'm a seventies baby. Really? Okay. I am. You go ahead. Don't crap. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But it, it's one of those things like I grew up watching shows with my grandparents and stuff. Nick Nick at night. Only Ooh, sh- yes. show that I could not get into. But I've probably watched it in my sleep thousands of times. Is Mash, Mash? Oh man, I, I was from uh, Super Mash Captain. So, here, so here's a fun fact about Mash. Um, the reason why it was so popular where I lived was because of oh god, I can't even remember the man name. Mm-mm-mm. One of the lead <laughs> characters on there. Anyways, I, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Oh hmm. shit! Okay, that's that's where I was born and raised. And so there was this. They would always say "Holy Toledo." The guy would always say "Holy Toledo" in there. Mm. Uh, Jamie Farr, that's his name. Okay, who's we'll actually these names. yeah, and he's <laughs> because he's from Toledo. Like he was one of the biggest stars to come out of Toledo. Is that where right? it comes from? Was it been said before him, or he's the one made it popular? I think he might have been the one to make it popular. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Uh, so he would say it on the show all the time. But but yeah, so um but I didn't like MASH either. Like I said, that was one of the things my mom watched. Well, I need to I do a back an update of MASH because I know MASH it was during a certain time where you know war is happening mm. and people find it was a believe it or not, it was a funny show, what people say. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that shit seemed depressing every single time. Like I would hear that as soon as I heard that music and that helicopter try that chop in the background, time to go to sleep. <laughs> like time to lay it down. But and I I think of like some shows that I like of my friends, like my thing, I watch cartoons. Like same. and and the, and I'd say say on the show, same thing with like SBU and all these drama drama shows. I, the work that I've had in my life and my lifestyle or my childhood. I don't like anything they did with drama, sad stuff, man. Right. I'm like, I'm, you got to give me something uplifting, a beat, not too goofy, but make me think at the same time. So I would say like Rick and Morty, that's like one of my favorite shows right now. 
um chowder oh rick and morty yeah rick and morty's really good but other than that these are like shows that i watch like sitcoms but as far as sitcoms i watched alf did y'all watch alf yeah man it was like my favorite show do you remember um i know it wish upon a star she was like her daddy was an alien and she was half alien or something like that Mm, um, yeah, the see the funny thing stuff. is i didn't mm-hmm. even like alien type shows but alf like he really he wasn't i mean i know he was from what May, mary mac or wherever he was from mel mac where his ass from but he was had a weird ass nose right but, he but he, i loved like i was up when listen when alf came available on netflix and, and this was when um we were getting the netflix in the mail you know when you get in the oh mail. Shit, mm-hmm. yeah take it back uh, I I made my son watch it. I'm like, this is Alf. Like I, I loved Alf because so, and I because I love cats too. So I think it has something to do with it. And it goes. Did you watch Mork and Mindy? I watched a little bit. My mom was more into Mork and Mindy than I was, but I watched it. Yeah. Man, that, those things right there that I love because I remember the ending to those shows. How the the, mm. the series series ended, and I like they always ended on some positive things. So. The name of that show was Out of This World. Out of This World? Yeah. That was a good show, man. I like, yeah. I, mean, I want, If they find out on Netflix, 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 if they can get Out of This World, and I will watch that whole... It, honestly, it's probably only two seasons. Yeah, that's four seasons. Really? Four. Good. Yeah. Because I always look, go back and look at old shows, and I don't know, it's the Mandela effect, but it feel like those shows are on for years and years on. Then I find out I only had one or two seasons. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> but uh, so would y'all get y'all just like what Autumn said, G Jack, is there any shows you have your kids watch that you watched when you were younger? Uh no, we've just been going back watching old movies. Like uh I think we talked about this on a few episodes back. We watched uh, Miss Doubtfire like a couple uh. of weekends ago. Uh we watched all the Back to the Futures. Uh of course we watched Mike childhood favorite movie uh hook with peter pan uh, <laughs> we need to watch mighty ducks don't put that on the list next we're going to watch mighty ducks next can you please make sure that you put the whiz on the list oh i don't like the whiz. oh my god i'm about to hang up <laughs> goodbye this is over with. we done <laughs> we're done i'm the 10 percent that don't run man i'm sorry <laughs> see, see see now we're going into the part and I, we didn't intend to talk about all this but now we're going to the part <laughs> what black movies that you have like no culturally known african-american movies that you don't want to watch or you haven't watched yet but have we like? moved but have we moved because i might i'm in my feelings right now oh shit <laughs> okay. do what you gotta do i, I did do like with the boston <laughs> so the whiz is my all-time number one favorite movie period Period. now i know i I know that it's a i know that it's a um i know that it's a a a play you know stage play period exclamation point to be exact i know it's a musical because people be like it ain't really no movie it's a musical no i was about to cuss i'm trying not to be cussing every other i'll be trying not to do that too but i'm like right fact i'm like (laughs) It's a movie. It was on VHS. It was in the theater. It's a movie. So we had, I, I'm, I, just give me like two minutes. Okay, do your <laughs> thing, darling. Do your thing. Okay. You got Michael Jackson. Mm. 
you have you have you have all these these great people in this movie, right? Like all the way up to the Wiz. I don't feel like Diana Ross should have played Dorothy, and that's mm. the hill I'ma stand on. Mm. Like one of my old sores told me when we was talking about this at a conference once, she said, "Well." Her, her and Barry Gordy was getting it in, so that's that on that. That's that's how she got that part. Uh, we all know Stephanie Mills should have had it. it. Just is mm. what it is. Tell me something. I'm learning. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Stephanie Mills. Stephanie Mills was the the uh, lead in in the play. Mm. There was no reason whatsoever why they should have had Dorothy. Like Diana Ross did. I mean, do you know how everybody looked kind of old back in the day? But you know Diana what I mean? Ross was the shit back in the day, though. She but is the shit. she was not. I mean, she, they, there were enough stars. If they were trying to pull in celebrities or whatever yeah. for these parts, there were enough celebrities in here that they could have left Diana Ross off. Stephanie Mills was the person that was on Broadway this whole time. She was the perfect. Dorothy. She was the perfect Dorothy. The perfect Dorothy, in my opinion. But anyways. Maybe I need to revisit it. I, I okay. Now, I, now, I know. It's like three hours long. I know. It is long as shit. But it it's a good movie, long. though. But when you go back to revisit it, and I, because I feel like every black child needs to watch <laughs> this movie. When you go back to revisit it, take a look at the sceneries like take a look at like they really for, for them to have had whatever i'm pretty sure the but whatever budget they had wasn't you know what i mean <laughs> like enough to do all the things that they wanted to do mm -hmm. they got rained out i was reading about it once they got rained out like during the, the color change see um scenes like it was just crazy like all of the stuff that they put into this movie for it to turn out so perfect to me mm. it's just amazing so like look at you'll see like the twin towers in the back you, mm. you know what i'm saying like you'll see so many different things i see so many different things every time i watch it it was just like the choreography all of it was just so perfect okay i'm done i'm gonna let you know that right now that's gonna be a clip for <laughs> this episode preview. I'm sorry, I I, I I I will go there when we talk about the way. Hey, I fuck with it, you know. I and I'm that person that can't remember like I've seen you know all of like these the the black movies, but like I can't really remember them because I may have watched them and didn't really want to go back to revisit them. So like yeah. I don't have I can't I can't quote you anything out of the color purple. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't. Oh, and you can stop right there because. <laughs> That is my favorite movie all time. <laughs> so period exclamation point through and through. And I, I I have no quotes for you. No. How? How? And and I will emphasize once I was raised majority by black women in my lifetime. Okay, and they forced me to watch Lifetime and The Color Purple, especially The Color Purple. But it, The Color Purple, I, I learned something new every time I watched that movie, and I watched that movie hundreds of times. I have it on VHS, I have it on DVD, I have it on Blu-ray, I have it on MP3 file, all this shit I have, well, MP4, whatever you call it, I have The Color Purple everywhere. My wife knows I will watch The Color Purple. I have it on my phone. I think it's just too traumatic, like. It's, 
I never, once again, I looked at it differently. When I was growing up, my family, we laugh at trauma, unfortunately. Like if we, I mean, we all book, do, but. We make it humorous and shit. So all the shit that was happening in the color purple, you told Harpo to beat me. It was a fucking joke. It was hilarious. Well, right. Know, that, that, was was a, that was a joke for everybody. Yeah. The whole fight in the bar, all this shit was funny, funny, funny. And that time I become older, I start seeing, it's a lot of fucked up. Mr. was a whole ass. The daddy, both, every man in this movie, <laughs> damn near, is a horrible motherfucker, you know? And it was very eye-opening to me every time I loved the movie and I would say it's black women like if I if I have a daughter I don't have any kids now but if I have a daughter I was telling my I don't know what age I would try to introduce the color purple to her but yeah. I think it's necessary to watch when, whenever she whenever she can like because I think that my issue was like I've I, I've seen it I've actually seen it a couple of times but I think I was just I don't even, I was, maybe I wasn't in tune while I was watching it, but I know that it's like kind of traumatic, but there is one movie that I do watch that's very traumatic that I watch, that I will watch whenever. And that's, um, Imitation of Life. If it come on, I'm watching it. I have seen Imitation, is Imitation Life the black and white movie? Mm -hmm. And uh, I just watched that. One of my good friends put me on that movie. And it's the one with the, the daughter the, is mixed. mixed daughter. She know yeah. she she she's not even mixed. She's just light skinned right? No, I think I think I think she's. I can't remember. Question. I think that she's is, mixed, but she's white passing basically. Hey, she can pass as white. Fuck that daughter, like man. <laughs> oh my god, fuck that girl, man. Have you have you seen the G Jack? I watched it maybe a year ago. So just a time. short just a short synopsis is basically about a a um a young lady who is white passing and her mother is a uh maid uh or yeah i guess she's a maid yeah, she's a maid like, and she's not white passing at all at all uh, it's mm-hmm. um if you remember her name i'm impressed if i don't remember her name like i need i have a problem it's um it's gonna come to me in a second okay. but anyways um she is a maid for like this um very rich white family or whatever and they you know she lived in family rich one it was a woman and their daughter because what was the daddy the daddy wasn't involved yeah but i think oh yeah you're right and i yeah you're right you're right um she was a movie star she was like a movie star or something and um so they, she's white. The daughter's white passing. They both lived right there in the place. But the the white passing daughter, she wanted to be white. She did not mm-hmm. want to identify as black at all, and she basically made it very very hard for her mother all the way through her mother's death. So I'm gonna just leave mm-hmm. it there. I mean, it's a must watch. It's and it's funny because it's it's you see these things today. You still see these things. Th- that movie is ages old. That movie, I mean, like he said, it's a black and white movie. Oh, I cannot believe I cannot remember this woman's name. And we'll I come to it. If you come to it, we'll, fl- we'll flash it on the screen later on when we do the YouTube. <laughs> and I don't want to look it up. I can't look it up. I, I have to me- remember this off my head. See, and but, I'm glad I watched it. That's a culture that I say people need to watch and listen yes. to movies. Um, I wouldn't, for black people, you know, we like certain thing, but imitation life, I would say could should be one of those things. Same thing with the color. Hattie Purple. McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel, yes, Hattie McDaniel. Absolutely. I, I, I'm gonna tell y'all why, because 
we're in the same sorority. That's why I could, I, there was no mm. way I could yeah. <laughs> not know that. Me but too. yes, Sora Hattie McDaniel, yes. That Delta? No, you know Sigma Gamma Sigma, okay, okay, cool. I got to do some research on y'all too. I'm trying to maybe bring you back when we start talking about sororities and fraternities later on. Yep. No. Not not all black women are AKAs and Deltas, Mr. D713. I, I know you. that. I know <laughs> that. I know but that. But it's okay. I mean, I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it because, you know, I mean, they there's so many of them. There's so many Deltas. There's so many AKAs. Gang, so gang. I'm, I'm used to it. I give them they props. I ain't no big deal. You know no, what I'm saying? I have homegirls that are Sigma Gamma Rose. I have homegirls what's the, you got the white and blue ones you got the yellow and blue zetas zetas yes yeah and oh, and, uh, and um the sigma gamma roll is blue and gold but Same. yeah that yeah so we, we can talk about that later but yeah. oh yeah oh yeah but i'm telling you yes, hattie mcdaniel was in the movie but give the color purple another try just like it was yeah. so you talking about the whiz you have Whoopi, you have oprah you have Lawrence Fishburne when he was going on a Larry Fishburne. You got um what's Mr. Name? What's his name? Um Childish Gambino, not related to him, but what's Childish Gambino? Um you got Donald Glover, uh Danny Glover. Okay. You got <laughs> <laughs> you have all these big names and it's like with these small roles and they done so many so much <laughs> after this movie. And it's it's um what's old boy, what's the director name? Um, Jurassic Park and all of the big movies. Even Spit, he directed the color purple. That was the wow. big thing, and he he I got a lot that. of, or he got what a if, lot of flack behind that too. What if it was like everything else where he just put his name on it, but he didn't really direct it. A black man directed it, but so it could be received differently. He put his name on it. So you just go make some shit up. You just go make some. But it happened. I bet you, in like 15, 20 years, we'll hear that story. Listen, and, and I wish you, and with all the stuff that's going on today, I'm rolling with that story. <laughs> How about that? I hate your niggas. I'm about, just, I'm about to just start. I'm about to just start telling people that period. Like, see, this look, is what happened. Look, I'm about to spread it, the whole thing. Where did it originate? Where did it originate from? Well, everything culture podcast. Exactly. Said, we now we Because every time you hear some stuff, like I went to DC, like I love the Redskins, so we always go to Redskins. Oh stuff. God! Mm. Quick, we, mm. <laughs> are we done? Mm. When we get on that, let me get back to my story. So we took a tour of DC or whatever, like, you know, a little um, tours or whatever, you go around the town or whatever on a big ass bus. And the dude was like, you know, the architect for all this stuff, the White House and all this stuff was actually a, a black man, but a you white man it. took credit for it. And I'm like, it's like that with everything, though, like the, like the whole Jack Daniels thing, like the black yeah. man who really made it. But Uncle Nears. Dude took credit for it. Uncle Nears. Yeah, go ahead. So, so back to what we were talking about, man, it just, it wouldn't be, you know, you know, even on Girlfriends, out. you know, Kelsey Grammer really did produce that show. He just put his name on it. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they said that on uh, The Breakfast Club. Well, we could talk about something with classical music. Classical music come from Africa. Black people create because of the instruments that come back from the strings and things of that nature was taken from them. Same thing. I don't know how true, but when I was in college, I heard Beethoven is really black. <laughs> it is like how they try to wow. put it in. It's so much to go into it and have to take the time and look into it. And I need my, I need my um, I've been saying on the last couple of episodes, on the last couple of my episodes that I need my Kente hat. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to um 
shout out to um uh Jay Boog from uh Jay's Quick Three. She she's gifting me a Kente hat because she felt like it was just that funny because uh, no, but that's what I need. I need my damn Kente hat right now it. on right now because the matter the fact of the matter is we just found out what was the fact that we just found out that, that uh, like Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer yeah he not. really didn't produce he just put his name on it no not that one what was the other one before that Beethoven classic no, music the one that we started talking about initially oh, <laughs> oh see y'all uh, talking about that book oh like, oh yeah 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 uh, Steven about, Spielberg did Steven not Spielberg direct. didn't direct The Color Purple no. it was a black man oh. it was probably Donald, Donald Glover so Our when I get my when I get my Kente hat, that's gonna be um that's gonna be my little segment on my show, and I'll be like from um the Everything Culture podcast. This is what we found out, and I'm gonna spread the damn I'm I'm gonna spread it like wildfire. You know, you know the flower me. I'm gonna give me a Kente hat too. I don't want to because <laughs> I so I support it. I support when you doing the right thing, but I I talk shit about a lot of hotels. So, me too, I'm, which is the whole po- point. It's, I know, I it's know. Middle, That's why it's I, a I want to do it. It's a because... middle ground. It's me being silly, and it's a middle ground. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, I do have my, I do have my, um, I'm blackity black because that's how it's going. The segment gonna start yes, out like that yes. uh, blackity black clip from um, in Living Color. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's not from the music. That's from CB4. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna. I'm a. I'm a have that music, and that's how it's gonna come on. And even though it's gonna be serious, it's gonna be silly too. That's gonna be hilarious. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's something we may have to share because I like that shit. Like, it's going I'm down. T- I'm telling you right now, it's going down. So we already have. We already have our conspiracy theory. You know, that's our conspiracy theory moment right there. GJ brought that in on our last episode. Black conspiracies. Man, but it, it's one of those things. But for real. Color purple, good shit. Okay. Watch it. I, right. I didn't know until this year. Is it no, on this Netflix? is like a mm, maybe. I don't think so. I don't, I check. It was, I think. But I, I didn't know until it. the past two years that um I did I should have known it, but Suge Avery was having sex with Mr. and Seeley. That shit blew my mind. Like I remember sitting down like <laughs> I think I've seen the color purple maybe twice. I just I just don't remember it. Like oh, bro, me too. That's me. I watched it hundreds of times, and maybe on the like the one hundred and eighty sixth time I watched it, like (laughs) they fucking. (laughs) I was like, what? Because she had because Mister was already sprung over. Okay, he was like, like, do you know how cold blooded it is? You married and your side piece, your old joint come through, and you. Telling your wife to cook for her, get ready. Should come in the time. Should come in the time. Getting like live for her, like and and she knew what was the deal though. She, Mister, told her straight up, like and he, oh. he was fucking with her. That's the thing about it. That's, then, I mean, that ain't cold blooded. That's respect. Man, you don't go in and tell her what it is, and she and now she, when you uh, beating across the head, okay with it. Now when you beating across the head, but the thing about it, should oh, yeah, okay. his his right. side piece didn't want to fuck with him, him no more. He, she would fuck with him, but she was in a bad mood and shit. I forgot what she was going through. I got to watch it again. But she ended up fucking with his wife. They wouldn't, it wasn't even no threesome shit oh, happening. Yeah. But they would have separately both fucking. Okay, I, all right. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm like, watch it. I need to read the book. I mean, you know, I put that on my Audible. I'm going to put the color purple in. I know it's long as shit. I finished it. That was a long ass book, too. But the thing about it, how do you, and they were both sprung. Both of them were sprung. I'm like, what kind of pussy you got to have a husband and a wife separately sprung off your shit? And I'm like, bad. And then she come back married. She came back married, broke both their hearts. 
Man, I'm one of, I, we done got too far off into the oh, color purple. So oh, it's re- I'm really struggling to find a way to segue into this next topic. But did y'all see, y'all see what you, I said on um, on the news? See, this is how you segue into it. Since we're talking about other classic, classical, classic black movies, right. let's talk about Wakanda. Like a black people. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Go ahead and introduce it for us. So, T.I. Tilt. Harris recently with all the things that are happening in America right now and actually across the world with the protests that it was some rioting or protests would say but rioting would come with protests occasionally in Atlanta Georgia and with T.I. being an Atlanta native he spoke out in his plaid shirt that and patchy beard that <laughs> <laughs> you know just play the clip play the clip all right. is the place where people like me, Killer Mike, other artists, creatives, uh, other people who come from our culture and other people who rise up out of the wreckage of the struggle that we all experience just by being born a certain color in this country. Uh, But Atlanta is a place uh, where we can set an example of prosperity, and we've done that for generations. People like Dr. King, uh, uh, Maynard Jackson, Ambassador Young have paved the way for us um, and it, when everything else goes away, when you don't get treated right in New York, when you don't get treated right in L.A., when you can't get treated right in Detroit, when you don't get treated right in St. Louis, when you don't get treated right in, in Alabama, Atlanta has been here for us. This city don't deserve it. However, I understand that a lot of others do. But we can't do this here. This is Wakanda. It's sacred. It must be protected. All right, so we saw that. So I would say the focus of it is I see his point of view all the way until he compared that shit to Wakanda. Nigga, stop playing with me, man. We've grown around here. I don't know if he was trying to say that shit for a a younger audience or some shit like that, but I see his point of view. And and when you talk about the whole rioting and shit, I, I asked the other night, like when you ride, what is, why are you mad? Why are you ride? Why are you protesting? I, I'm big on when you're gonna do something, you need to have a reason why you're doing it. And whatever your reason is, just know why you're doing it. Hell, if you want ice cream, I'm fucking up shit because I want ice cream. <clears throat> He'll say that. But if I'm fucking this shit up because I'm tired of injustices in America, dealing with African-American individuals or people of color, but specifically I'm talking about African-Americans and shit, especially with the recent death and murder of George Floyd, also the recent death, death of Brianna, I'm going to say Thomas, as well as Amada Sar. Taylor, I think it was Taylor, wasn't it? Taylor, I was going to start with T. Thank you for correcting me. But all those things, this is what I'm riding for. This is why I'm mad. That's why I'm fucking this shit up. I'm, I think it's important because you got some people out here riding because I like to fuck shit up. Or I just want to steal some shit. I that's why I'm important to know what and I, you, it's videos. Once again, get a Twitter that you see where people are stopping other non people of color. Why are you doing this? What's your reason? Because you go kick this fucking window in, and I'm going to get shot for it, or I'm going to get hit for it, or I'm going to jail for it. So, with Ti situation is, you, I'm cool with. I'm understanding. I, I, I understand what you're saying because Atlanta. Supposedly, it's like the black mecca in America at this moment. It's been for some numerous years for now. So I can see, like, why are you fucking our shit up? You know? Yeah. 
I got it. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm on the fence about it, man. I went uh, and bought me a, another gun yesterday, right? And when I was there, it was some white guys there. And there was a white guy who checked me out. And there was a Hispanic guy and another, like, redneck-looking white guy that was just in the store with his sons or whatever. He was buying them some, like, shotguns. Some little kids, like maybe seven or eight. And later we can check on redneck looking. But go ahead. I understand. Uh, well, it just kind of had a persona of, to be a redneck. And we were in the country. So <laughs> anyway, so we were sitting I'm there I'm keeping my it. composure, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were sitting there talking or whatever. And so, you know, if you ever bought a gun before, at least in Texas, you have to wait a while to have to do a background check and all that stuff. So it's a lot of time just wasted just sitting there. So you got to talk about something. Mm-hmm. So the guy, he said, the guy who checked him out, he was like, man, I know we're about to get busy because, you know, what's going on? Everybody's going to come here panicking and stuff because of the riots and wanting to get uh, guns and stuff for safety. And um, and of course, you know, the other guy chimed in. He was like, yeah, man, it's stupid that they turn up, you know, their own stuff or whatever and mess it up. And so I didn't I didn't go off on him like, you know what I'm saying, like you would normally do on like Facebook or something like that. So I was like, I said, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy that, you know, there's rioting and looting looting i said nothing i would do but i understand i appreciate them doing it you know and then they they were just like yeah but still man it's just like just go you know peacefully protest and do all this stuff it's like no nah, but that that shit don't work then the redneck dude he chimed in and he ironically was on my side <laughs> he was like yeah man fuck it man just tear that shit up that's just messed up you know they shouldn't be killing uh you know unarmed black people and stuff like that i'm like what the fuck <laughs> surprised you huh? <laughs> then he was just talking um just then we started talking about like nasa and the space shuttle and all that stuff whatever but i was just like shocked like man maybe i don't know if he was putting on the front because i was there or what but i was just like man that's, that's just crazy that everybody's pissed off about this and they know it's like fucked up you know yeah well um this probably need the serious side of my uh kente hat I'm probably oh, about to shit. go in, but um, so T.I.'s comments, I'll start there. I think that overall, T.I. Um, and, and a lot of these other, <laughs> and a lot by. of these other. Is this a redneck um, redneck okay. A lot of these other celebrities. Um, I, I think that they, there are a lot of people who are speaking out of frustration mm-hmm. um I, I i want to give some of these people a benefit of the doubt just because they're frustrated you know what i mean like maybe they're not articulating things the way that they should or you know maybe they're using the wrong words um I, when i watch because i'm in atlanta georgia and I watched like continuous coverage yesterday about all that's going on here. And even in watching um, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, she's just, you could just tell it's, she's just so frustrated. And I don't think that, like when I look at her and, and when I hear her speak, I hear her saying what's politically correct. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like, I also can kind of see that she, it's just like, if they burning the shit down, they burning the shit down. Like, no, I don't want this to happen in my city where I'm, I am the mayor of, but I understand. I get it. We are frustrated. Just like you said, we are 
sick and tired. We are fucking tired. tired. We're sick of this shit. We're We're sick sick and tired. And I I had to. Okay, go back real quick. The Wakanda, the Wakanda, the Wakanda reference. I was just saying. I can't really do do nothing but laugh about it. Like it's almost. I get exactly what he was saying. He was basically saying, like, "Come on, y'all! Like this is Atlanta. We don't do this. Like we we do things a little bit different." But I. And he could have stopped it right there. He could have just said that. But even still, I'm kind. And again, I think it just it just plays into frustration you know what i'm saying like yeah. trying to find the right word to, to connect with the people that they are um, trying to connect with i i just i kind of yeah it was silly it was real freaking silly, <laughs> silly. But, it, but he said much worse things like yeah. i just don't even want to <laughs> i don't even want to you know and the same with again some of these comedians like there's so many people that are like speaking out and you see Daisy banks yeah I've, you yeah. know what i mean like I, I don't i just i don't know i just think I just think that this is one of those things where first of all we have to realize that the and I'm and first first of all let me just make sure that I let y'all know that I don't give a damn about none of these celebrities like I don't I don't give a damn what they're doing I don't give a damn you know I they're with the shit that they do is completely out of my pay grade so let mm-hmm. them go and be them and do whatever the hell they're gonna mm-hmm. do on the other side I also believe that they are human Mm-hmm. they say stupid shit we mm-hmm. all do we all have you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and and everybody in this type of heightened environment we're all gonna have um it's gonna be like the same vision and the same we all want the same things but a lot of us are, are think kind of differently about it in, in trying to get to that thing you, you know what i'm saying I, I, I love what you said right there absolutely and but I, I I want to agree. I think that's intention for some of us, but I don't think that's the absolute reality that we have. Because I keep saying, I'm I'm looking at Facebook right now where I share the posts of people riding it. People saying, oh, this, you get good shit, you got some hateful shit. But the biggest thing I'm saying right now is for Black people or people in this country, what do we want? What is our goal? And when you say the same thing, will we... I think that's something we should have an intention of. What do we want first as our goal? Then we have to start putting action behind it. Because if we ask 20, if I took a poll right now, and I may do it later, what do you want after all this? I want to see what everyone would say. Because I mean, I think that the consensus is going to be that uh we want to be able to fucking live. I'm sorry, excuse yeah. me. No, we we want to be able to live. Can we go? Listen. I, I have an, an initiative um, uh, underneath my brand that's called Running for My Life. Mm. The Running for My Life initiative is basically me dedicating myself to running, uh, me, meaning running miles outside running, and to to better my health and to better my life and to better my my thought processes and everything is all surrounded around this running for my life. I when I saw about what happened with Ahmad and they started this whole you know everybody was running for Ahmad 
Yeah, how far? Um, I I, I want to just can I go outside and just run? First of all, I'm already <laughs> I'm already right. in this in this uh, having to work myself up to go do it. I have to you know go through all these mental emotions and all this. So now you tell me I gotta I gotta uh, be prepared to to uh, possibly get run down by some damn white folks just because they they felt like doing a citizen's arrest. For whatever reason, are you mean to tell me that I those are the things that I have to think about now in yeah. outside just running, just just trying to run? Like I my I I tweeted out about it the day that I did it because everybody did the two point two three miles and actually made CNN. Like they actually reached out to me and and you know mm-hmm. so I was on like CNN on CNN for this, but it was just like it's like it doesn't make any sense that that's something that I have to think about. So going back to your question, uh, uh, the other, uh, another thing that that's kind of touched me with all of this stuff, because this shit's been going on forever. Sandra Bland, like I stopped taking lots of solo road trips, which is what I used to do all the time because of what happened to her. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because now I have to really think about, and yeah, I, I carry, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I have a license to carry, but yes. that don't mean shit when it, when the police is involved. As right. a matter of fact, that make, when they Mind pull you up, over and they run speed. your plates, they know that you have a license to carry. So they yep. know that you might have a gun in the car. Yep. So, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, no. and, and it's, it's, I think that it's just, I, I think that the consensus is going to be, we want to have the same opportunities, period, when it comes to life, when it comes to living, when it comes to the, uh, the economy. The happiness, everything you say that's in the country. We want to be on an equal playing field. Um, and, and, and I mean, it's, it's just that simple. Equality, like this is, this is the shit that we've been trying to get to. Say that, say that. Because what you said, I, I that, think we have a unified front on that part. But it's everyone thinking that. Because even when I hear run for my life, man, once again, we if listen to our previous episodes. We talk about where we from. This hat, let me take this bullshit off. We from the country. <laughs> That shit, that shit, that shit don't surprise me. None of this shit surprised me. This shit happens all the fucking time where we're from. Yeah. When I moved to Houston and I used to tell people about the racist, racist shit that we experienced, black people were like, oh, you making that up. Why the fuck would I make something like that up? Me getting called a nigga by a teacher or um, having to fight older kids or me and G-Jack. I left Houston, I left Tyler, Texas in 2006. And I'll never forget me, G-Jack, and our good friend Ro was walking to McDonald's on the one of the busiest streets in Tyler, Texas, Broadway. We got called niggers by about four white guys in a pickup truck. We had to turn around and get a gun just to walk to fucking McDonald's. Right, right. 2000, but people, that's a normal thing. I'm talking about, we ain't bothering nobody, just living right. our lives. And me, my thing is, with that, the United Front, Everybody's gonna have to attack the goal differently. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm big on. I when you say run for your life, I don't mind running. I don't mind supporting the cause. I because I, I want to support each other. But as far as the thought process, I am not about to run. I am to the once again. I'm already a big nigga. My my shit is I get tired easily. 
but I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. I'm fighting for my shit. You feel me? And that's why um it's and that's you know, one I, reason why I've kind of had to, like I I I am in such a um I'm in such a crazy mental space right now. I think I told, we all are. I had we to tell uh, one of my best friends yesterday. I said, you know, because we're talking about it. And I said, you know, I said, I have literally been on my way to um, th- these protests like five times. I've literally stopped myself like five times because um, I, I'm, I'm not in no, a... I, I I'm I already like I go in Walmart and I have I'm always like I wish a Karen would you understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah so, so I know that it's not going I'm not gonna go down there like on my in 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 my heart I'm going down with peaceful intentions but for real for real I'm really wishing a Karen would and, so it's just like <laughs> I can't I, I don't think like mentally I I can't go and do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without in, without about to be in jail. Cause and listen, I can't go to jail. Another Me, thing I that, can't go to jail. Another thing that uh, that added to it, the whole Ahmad Arbery thing, is that you I work in construction. I go in the houses all the time that are under construction. I hear a lot of black people now say, Man, I, now I have to think twice about even going in there and look at some shit. Like it ain't that serious no more. GJ, remember when I, we were building uh, my house was being built in Pearland? Remember mm-hmm. we we you and I went to like five different houses going upstairs all throughout them and stuff, and I'm just like I'm telling when that when that happened to Ahmad Arbery and boy I'm still not over it I'm still I'm telling no, you that that hit me not. hard that hit again, me hard again again Sandra Bland happened in it, trust me and it happened in it happened in Prairie it happened in Prairie View in Texas trust me that thing and we know. Is places where we're from that we know we can't go into. Do you understand and, that? And the that's, thing that's, is, that's real. 2020. Everybody thinks it's just a blanket answer to it. Like a lot of other cultures think it's a it's blanket not. answer to fixing it. It's like, oh, why don't you just sue them or just wait for the law to do this? The shit don't work that way. And it doesn't. All these people are getting off for murdering us, man. And this we are crazy. tired of it. That's the thing about it because we know and we've seen. I worked in the juvenile justice system when I was the caseworker. Um, it's CPS, and I'll have two different kids, white, black, both fuck up for different things. The black kid in the car that was stolen by his friend, riding around, didn't hurt anybody, no intention, just joyriding and shit. They wanted to first charge, want to get him three years probation, not not probation. They want to lock him up for three years, which he would become an adult, and they wanted to put him in the jail system then, or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, no, he made made a mistake. You know what he's been through in his life. Woo, 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 woo. Same week, same judge. White kid. Fight with his mother. Pull a knife out on her. Stabs her. Threaten to burn down the damn apartment. Police have to bring him in. He tells the police, I'm going to be back and kill all these motherfuckers. Burn. Let's just let him go. He's just upset. What the fuck? I'm the same case worker for both these kids. And I just saw two different things. The same judge. So white man but that shit always, i look at and that's just one example of many right one so, example of many so speaking speaking of kids and i think that this will probably be a um great uh way to segue, segue into the next thing <laughs> i know we about to talk about hold on let's uh, take a break a quick break right here quick okay. commercial break and we'll come cool. right back to it today's hydration is sponsored by 1186 water this is a real artesian water straight from the aquifer in alabama uh, new to the Houston area, 
uh, and is an ultra premium artesian water. Feel free to follow us at Facebook and Instagram at 1186water, and that's 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, 86water. And as also, you can uh, visit our website at www.1186water.com. All right, we're back. So we were just getting ready to segue into our next topic. Let's go ahead and get to it. Okay, I know, so, like, oh, oh, yeah. so I was, <laughs> about it was something with children, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. right now, everybody is like high anxiety and the legalization of marijuana and CBD products and THC and all that stuff is starting to happen all around the world. A lot more people are starting to smoke. A lot more people feeling like they need to relax. They're starting to consume. Starting to consume. <laughs> so Get the terminology right. Miss Autumn, I know we briefly spoke on this before we uh, started the podcast. How do you feel about, uh, you know, just right? Do you smoke right now? Do you currently smoke? Or yes. consume? I consume, yes. Marijuana? Okay. Now, me, me and another one of my family members had this conversation. And do you, do you have children? Yes, I have a son. He is 22. Okay. Okay. So does your son know that you consume marijuana? Yes, he does. Okay. Do you sound you like a narc right now, by the way. Right. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, this ain't that type of show. Well, well I'm not. Well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm playing with your place. I do feel like I'm in the interview room. Like, you smoke shit. weeds. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> weeds. Yeah. So, um, my okay so my son actually he he smoked before i well i can't say he smoked before i did i can't say that so i tried i tried i call it reefer okay i tried reefer years and years ago <laughs> okay years and years and years ago I'm about to get some t-shirts made that say one re one reefer, please. Like people that's how people hey, kind of know me because I hey, reefer. Hey. <laughs> so, I gotta got um, say this. Like that is a culture thing because you that you come from a different generation and like we joke like a reefer. So my mama used to call it. So, reefer. Okay. So um I tried it years and years ago. You know, when everybody was just kind of trying it. Now, I, it, it really didn't do anything for me. And I always say it's probably, I probably wasn't doing it right. Like, I probably wasn't in hell. I probably wasn't, I don't know. Maybe it was just, it just was what it was. So, um, I moved to Atlanta. Was it 2015? God, it's about to be five years. So, I moved to Atlanta in 2015 um, for work. I hope ain't nobody from work watching this because, you know, th there's that. But, uh, <laughs> um I moved here for work and then I, I was like at in this um I was on contract I was doing basically doing contract work mm -hmm. and then um I got hired into the company so I went with me and a couple of my friends me and two of my friends decided to go to this um gathering this get together of this group that we knew this group of people mm -hmm. in New York so we okay. go to New York for the weekend and everybody is set all three of us are celebrating something so now they already smoke like regularly right mm -hmm. and they was like man autumn you might as well we gonna do this i'm like peer pressure peer pressure mm -hmm. 
damn, it's peer pressure. All right. Peer let's pressure, motherfucker. Ain't it? Right. I'm like, bet. Let's do Plus it. pipes. So, hit the weed then. It was cool. I was like, oh, okay. She was I, real I'm, cool. I'm now, when I get back to Atlanta, I'm like, okay, I'm about to, because now one, but one of the reasons like, okay, that was, you know, we were celebrating something, you know, we basically were smoking, you know, to get high, to be, have fun. But I suffer from anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with anxiety 20 years ago. I've said it so many times, like I should have been smoking weed 20 years ago. But when I, when I started to consume regularly, I was able to get off of, wean myself off of the anxiety and depression medications that I was on. Now, I'm no doctor. I'm no, I'm not, this is not, I'm not suggesting, suggesting that anybody does this. And I'm, what I'm going to say is please talk to your healthcare professional or whatever. But I did, I talked to my doctor at the time and I let them know that this is what I was doing. And I have not had to be on any type of anxiety or depression medication since I started regularly consuming cannabis. So it helps me in various different ways. And I can go into how, you know, all the dudes, you know, the, all the things that I, I've gone through and how I've come to this point. But for me, it keeps me from having to have a prescription. So I am 100% for, and, and I can just, I can only imagine what it does for people, you know, who are, are, have chronic pain, like all these different things that they've, they've, um, they've come to know that, um, that cannabis helps and CBD and, you know, it's, it's not always about trying to get high, which is still kind of the perception that a lot of people have. Now, my son, my son basically has been smoking regularly since he was like probably 16, and I had, I had had a conversation with him because I found weed in the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just talking about the whole blacky black, black and all the stuff that goes on with us. You know, I had to mm-hmm. explain to him when he was asking me about um, when he said he made a comment saying that he didn't really understand like what was going on. I mean, he understood what was going on with the riots and stuff, but he didn't understand why they had to like damage stuff and all this. And I'm like telling him like, bro, because we've been going through this that I'm not going to go backwards, but we've been going through this. People are tired, sick and tired. But I had to bring up the time when I found weed in the house. I said, when I found that weed in the house, I said, could you imagine, um, you know, uh, the police having to come here for any reason, you know, whatever reason, like somebody could have called and said they may have heard something going on over here, or they may have seen something suspicious or something like that. And the police come in the house because I kept smelling it, but I didn't know what it was, but they might have smelled it and knew exactly what it was. So now they're tearing up the whole house. They, they, they probably have uh, guns drawn, tearing up the whole house because they smell weed in the house. Just you know, the I said, you, that's all it takes. Just, just the, the smell, smell is what it takes. I said, and, and, and that could have been, and I know that I'm, I'm, I'm going like, it seems like I'm grossly, you know, <laughs> making things up. But if you look at history and if you look at the, the things that have been happening, it takes something that small for somebody to come up dead. You so, have a valid reason to feel that way. Let's absolutely. Be so as a, as a young black man, you know, I'm telling him like, you have to be careful with, with all of this stuff. But anyways, 
So anyways, that's when I found out that he was smoking weed. And so I had to tell him, you know, as he started getting older, um, and, and as he, you know, first of all, keep that shit out of my house. I don't smoke weed at that point. I didn't keep that shit. I did. I'm the grown person in, up in here and, and yep, I'm going to be that black parent that say, this is my house and this is how shit is going to be run. And when you're ready to leave the house at whatever age that's going to be, then you could do whatever the hell you want to do in your own house. So I just had to put that out there. So anyways, moving we forward, episode, we had an episode about that. <laughs> I, and I had, and I told him, you know, I said, I don't care. I don't, I don't care that you smoke weed. I don't care about none of that. My thing is don't let it run your life. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, it can't be one of those things where you have to have weed to do anything that you have to do. And if it comes to that, if it's a functional thing, like you might want to talk to somebody about that because that's not really, that's not how this should work. That's not how this particular uh, um, substance should work to my knowledge. And then, um, so yeah, so then fast forward, forwarding, <laughs> um, when I started, uh, you know, regularly consuming cannabis, it was like shit changed. Right. So I go, so I go home, you know what I'm saying? Like I go home for like, you know, it was like a holiday or whatever it was, maybe homecoming. I can't remember why I went. And I'm like, what are we like? <laughs> what we gonna do? Like now we have not, we have not sat and had a smoke session together which i still don't know how i would feel about that like Man, if you i've never that, even had a drink hey, with my son like i don't hey, even know how i would love I, to can you record <laughs> that can you make that like a podcast like have you did one with your son yet uh -uh. episode uh -uh. that shit would oh that like i i'm gonna I, like we haven't i don't think we've gotten to the point where like we just gonna sit and just be high together. Like, I don't know if I feel, that's just like, if I were to, that's just like, how we're, how kind of weird would that be? Like when you were in your twenties and you go, you go to a club, like if you're one of your parents showed up, like, I, don't yeah, know, okay. I went to the you club with my, I went to the club with my aunt before that was some, uh, it was fun. Listen, but, I've gone, I've gone, I've gone to like certain spots that, you know, my mom used to go to years and years prior to, and I go in there and they be like, oh, you little so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, hell no, I got to go. Remember. Like, I can't. So I don't know how that's good, how that would work. But shout I say all Shout out to the Coach's Corner in Dallas, Texas. Shout out to the <laughs> Coach's Corner. <laughs> I say all of that to say, um, he, he knows and he's, he's aware. I don't know if he knows like. Um, Cause I don't, I honestly don't even know if he listens to my podcast, but I think he does sometimes. I don't know if he does, but um, I, I don't know um, if he knows like that I consume basically mm -hmm. daily at this point. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's. Oh, you daily on it. So do you recant any of the comments you made previously towards him when he was young? Or are you still hold no, strong? No, the new comments still would need to be said because no, I'm not arguing with it. If, if something happens, you know how they do. Even with old boy who got shot by uh, Amber Geiger, they the, the narrative they trying to pull that weed. Was, oh, he smoked weed. Then we um, found weed in the house. He's a bad person. And Botham Jean, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and I dude, told I him. I, I told him. I I said, you know. Because he, because he was, listen, he was walking from, I, I used to live two houses down from my sister. And so my niece lives in this house now. And he was walking from my niece's house to my sister's house, literally two houses apart. Okay. 
and the police rolled up it just so happened to be riding down the street because they're looking for somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, th- that fits his description. And he had like a gram or something of weed on him. So now he has to go through, you, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, it could have no, been much worse. It could have been much worse than what it was, but he was just walking to two houses down to my sister's house, minding his own damn business. And basically he got pulled over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, I tell him too, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't really go anywhere with any, uh, cannabis. Like I don't carry it around with me. You know, I, if I do, I try to be very, very, very discreet about it, but I hardly ever do. Um, because I'm afraid, like, I don't, I don't need any reason. Like I can wait, I can wait till I get home. Like I don't need any reason to, for a police officer to approach me. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. But yeah, so yeah, he knows, um, uh, most of my family knows. I don't know. I don't think my mom knows. So, um, if you would have started when you were younger, do you think you would have been a little bit more open with them about it? You think it'd have been different? Um, I mean, if if I don't, I still think I would have preached the same thing again. When when okay. I found out that he was like, when I found out that he had weed or whatever. It wasn't that he just had weed. It wasn't even that he was just smoking weed. Like I never, I've, I don't think I've ever been that person that's felt like it's bad, except for back in the day when we had the, you know, the the don't do drugs, there. Yeah, there. all that, you know, the, the shit that uh that, Dare me that now, Reagan that Reagan put into place, but he was the main one out here uh making so sure that we had all the drugs mm-hmm. we needed. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, message. So, Right. But I, I, so I've never been that, I've never been that person about, about weed. Um, so I, I didn't, and, and the day, and it was already done. It was just like, I wasn't going to be like, I'm not that person that's like, oh, your whole life is going to be full of shit because you smoke weed. Like I was never that, I was never that person. Uh-huh. Now, I am going to say, I'm going to need you to poke, poke, pump the brakes on, you know, on any, on anything else, pump the brakes. Yeah. But, um, but weed, I've never felt bad about it so i mean it was just and i it my thing was don't have it in my house um you know don't and 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 just be careful okay so i don't once again i don't have kids so it's hard for me to say well i talk my aunt she talk all the noise about weed not it's not as bad don't do it i think she's doing it for a protective measure for me you know same thing do i think she probably smoked weed back in the day yes but she's one of those folks that she hasn't done any wrong. She done that's her way of communicating or educating people. It's like she lives a perfect life, even though she haven't. Mm. So she just she keeps that at level. And I'm sometimes I fall victim of that too, because you know, I've been in need, become inebriated at times after a while and it came from not a point of celebration, it was like to a point of stress. Like it was it was kind of celebration, you know accomplished so much in my life i'm at a point that i'm like okay i'm good maybe i can do a little bit more stuff that i haven't done before try some things out and man i can actually say i've never had any like bullshit in my system because man my first time this shit i see what these motherfuckers be talking about i actually felt like i was went through the damn roof and shit but <laughs> and, and and i think I, I don't know if i've talked about this on an episode before but when you talk about anxiety and I think I have it, I, I, I don't know if I'm being diagnosed. I have believe I'm being diagnosed. I'm usually cool. 
I know my doctor, my physician in Houston spoke about it before with me. We had conversations, but but when I um, consume my body recently, like I'm in Washington now, which Seattle is completely legal. You don't need a car to anything. Oh, People God, walking down the street. It, I go for my runs and walks and shit. Smell nothing but fucking <laughs> walking around. But it, it it it's like no big deal. Like you go to a dispensary, have cash, and you go. So the culture of it's different, and that's what we're talking about. The culture's changing. That's what if you understand these things. But I'm like, now I feel like I'm having anxiety attacks when I consume. That's the weirdest thing. It so could I'm, be. It could be the strength. Do you like you? So you have to like kind of. I know sativa. Indica, yeah, then, but yeah. but here's the thing. Here here's what I've come to learn about about those two. You know, um, whatever they call them, they hit everybody's body different. Exactly, that's the point. Because some of that should be hitting me all beside my damn head, and I'm like, like I feel like my heart's palpitating. I think because I used to have a heart condition, but you know, y'all had surgery on it, and I go through the whole nine of that. It it is. You have to, you have to, um, because I think I was talking a couple of episodes ago, uh, with someone and was telling them that like, like one of my favorite strains is train wreck. So I can, I can smoke train wreck and be in here like super just, just gone and cracking up and like just happy and just you know feeling no pain no stress no nothing and then somebody else can literally be just sitting there like yeah. i don't know what's so, going see i'm like that. And somebody love- else could be if somebody else could be paranoid like see, these things have happened like i've seen i've seen this exact <laughs> scenario and i tell you like it's only a very few people that see me in my inebriated condition and I say it's like a roller coaster. Like I'm going up, going up. And you know, at the very top of roller coaster, you see everything, you see all the beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when the fear come in, like the anxiety kick in, usually right there. Then finally you make it over. Ah, that's when the fun shit is. Right. But it is one of those things that it's a it's a it's a wave to it. But my thing is with telling my little cousins and family members, they don't know. Because I got to be that that exemplary person in my family. Yeah. Family, I have to be. And you don't have to, you don't have to, um, you don't have to force that on anybody. Like, you don't have to tell everybody. It's yeah. like, literally, you know, people know about me just because, like, a lot of people found out probably on my show. Like, I, I do know that I have, that there are people, like, in my family and my friends that listen to my show, and that this is how they found out literally on my show. Like, I'm not, and, and then, of course, Twitter, because, like, I have all my extreme high moments I have talked through on Twitter. So, Man, everybody already be knowing that I be up, <laughs> I be up at 2 o'clock in the morning just wishing that somebody would take me to Waffle House. So, so, you know, it's shit like that. People just know. Why there, is it but... that food tastes so much better? Man, I think <laughs> it enhances everything. I think not only food, other things. Y'all have, feel, y'all have feel to go, go through my um go through through my uh my podcast and there's an episode. Uh there's I'm sitting, I'm on the cover of the cover art, and there's waffle houses in the background. Uh, Listen to oh, that that's... episode. <laughs> 
I'm gonna check uh, it out. You know, I'm gonna check it out. Listen to that. I can't sure. even think of what it's. I can't even think of what it's called. High shenanigans well, or some shit. See, okay. Listen and to I'm, that episode. But yes, um, yes. I mean, it hits seventy-two times better. Seventy-two. So yeah. I like that. In the middle of the night, after you then like after you've had like something real good go through your system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, and, and I know we getting close to wrapping up right now, but I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. So. We wanted to bring you and your son back for an episode with Everything Culture. We're going to have a little conversation. I don't know if he's going to do it. The only thing I, we can do is ask. I don't think you can't ask. Like, and, it, and, it, and it would, would have to it? be, would it would, and it, it would have, yeah, I would do it, but it would have to be, it would have to be after I've had him on my show. Okay. okay. Yeah, that see, makes see, sense. See, now don't. Now I want. I want to be the first, but I because I, <laughs> I think because if he's down, it's cool. But I'm like, I want to get that genuine, that raw, because have that conversation between a mother and son. I'm trying to bring a daughter and a mother on too, because y'all are part of two different generations. He's Generation Z. You're a Generation X. I'm a, I'm a Zenio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it called Zenio now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Gen Gen X. Yeah, and, but it is one of those things like how things are different, social media, upbringing. What what was life like when you were twenty two? Is life now with him being twenty two? Seeing these things, mm-hmm. you know, I think it would be cool. And especially we can get on that whole what's his point of view when you got on his ass about the weed in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll talk about yeah. I think it's so interesting, but man, and I, know, I'm. I, I wanted to bring this story up. I didn't want to interrupt y'all no, earlier. But Go ahead. I remember when I was in high school, it was um, kids that would smoke with their parents then. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of irresponsible. Talk, tell me later. Shit. Go man, ahead. You, you know who it was, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, But but now that I get older, though, I think it's because their parents used to have like seizures and stuff. And so that I man. think... Uh, yeah, their parents was, a little bit lax on a lot of shit, though. If, if who I'm thinking you're talking about. I don't know. I hope the house that we was person. over with late at night. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. Listen, do I still don't like. I still don't even like. It's hard for me to like consume alcohol around my mom. Like, I still don't even really do that. You know what I mean? And and again, it's a cultural thing. You know, we. I know. Just, it's a, but it, you're right. My aunt. I, I was bartending with my aunt. Man, shit. I don't know if I'm trying to kick it with him like that. We just know how we used to get down over in north on the north side. Well, you just, you want to have a good time, and it seemed like for some reason you instantly have to be uptight sometime around your family, like the older people. Mm-hmm. And I think like drinking and stuff kind of helps relax that for everybody. Like everybody kind of be themselves, and mm-hmm. you don't worry because because really at the end of the day, that's if it's your family and that's who you love you. That's really who you care whose opinion you care about the most. So you don't yeah. want to disappoint them. You know what I'm saying? You don't want them to think you out here just fucking up. But we could right. really all have a good time together. You but know that's how, what I'm saying. Though. But, that, that's but, what I had to realize that, that, hey, man, you just be yourself. You know, if you drink, you drink, then they're they going to love you regardless. Because, man, like, if I can get all my cousins, if they see what I'm like, oh, my. If we all can get together and have a good time and be, you know, just chill like a family reunion, mm-hmm. that would be so fun. To my, my, my thing is they have to be older, though. Like, I don't like to do it with the younger cousins because they still, you're still impressionable to them. And you don't want them to take that the wrong direction. They end up being like a a, a drunk or a crackhead or something later on. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's a balance because at the same time, we'll be showing them like, hey, you know, Uncle Brandon does this and look how life he living. But I'm also telling them, 
I go out here and bust my ass. Yeah, so like you, you put in the work though know? already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You put and in that's the work to tell, where you at today. And, and that's why I tell and that's why if they ever ask, I didn't start until like I was like 28, you know. So I'm like, I'm a late yeah. boomer too. And that's why I think it hit my body so Look damn at me, hard. I was super late. You know, so it's one of those things. But, people you know, people think that I've been smoking all my life. It's literally only been about four years. Assumptions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, like when we talk about all this, the smoking and the drinking around parents, this is, this is a topic for another time, but I still feel uncomfortable talking about sex around my elders. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. No, much, no, no, I ain't that's doing unless it's something that's going on and is absolutely necessary i will not be discussing uh any any leisure leisure sexual activities i don't want to hear it that's what, I'm like, <laughs> as mature as mature as i am and the leader in the family i can be soon as they no. start bringing up some shit I'll walk out the I'm room out. like I'm a child. I'm sitting I'm at out. the kitty's table. SpongeBob, man. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, so man, thank you so much, Otto. Uh, would you like to share any of your handles, anything with us? How can sure. we reach you? How can we find you? So on the screen, I always put my my at it's um at Autumn the Aries. So you can find me um acting a whole fool on Twitter. Um, I have at Autumn the Aries on Instagram. I have um, now my now Facebook. I don't fool with Facebook, y'all, but I do have a Facebook page for the podcast. So it's um, basically facebook.com slash at or you don't put that but slash lit life podcast. And you can find oh, I have a website www.autumnthearies.com. And where else can you find me? You can find the podcast on all, just about all um, podcasts. So Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever, wherever you listen to your podcast, iHeartRadio, um, you can find uh, the Lit Life Podcast. Uh, oh, YouTube at Autumn the Aries as well. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube also. Uh, Everything Culture on YouTube. Um, follow us on Spotify, Everything Culture. You see it in the background on Mr. D713 screen. Um, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, where we're on all that. So, oh, and don't forget, if you want to donate and help us, you know, to spread the word and all that good stuff, you can feel free to cash out. Cash yes. app us, either me or Mr. D713. You just and inbox us Mr. and we'll see that cash app info. And it's Mr. D713. We got a good order of shirts coming in. Make sure you get one. We got some of the onesies for the ladies, you know. So have y'all come out. That's the best way to support us. We love doing what we're doing and just supporting great content, great information. Make once again everything culture on Facebook and on Instagram, but on Twitter, we're every THG culture. But I'm gonna wrap it up right now. Once again, we want to thank our guest Autumn the Aries with the Lit Light Podcast. And we have this on every single show. The reason why we do this comes from Mark King, and it's from he mentioned that he believes that men hate each other because they fear each other, they fear each other because they don't know each other, and they don't know each other because of segregation. They're not able to communicate because of segregation. So here on Everything Culture, we try to bridge that gap so we can start communicating, so we can start loving one another, especially with times like these. So thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And God bless. Peace.